0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Fireside Poems. I'm Dr. Jay. Today's poem is When the Frost is on the Pumpkin by James Whitcomb Riley. When the Frost is on the Pumpkin was the first poem I learned as a child, and I think of it each fall when there comes a nip in the air. James Whitcomb Riley was known as the Hoosier Poet, not just because he was born in Indiana and lived there most of his life, but also because he wrote his most popular poems, not in standard English, but in the dialect of rural Indiana. He was one of the pioneers of American dialect literature, whose foremost proponent was Mark Twain. Riley never achieved Twain's high level of art, but at the time of his death in 1916, he was equally famous and equally beloved, as well as quite wealthy. Riley's poetry was deliberately nostalgic, which was a key to its success. America in the 1880s was already becoming a largely urban culture with all of the corruption and financial manipulations of the Gilded Age, which more serious writers were addressing in the greater realism that characterized the literature of the period, particularly in the novels of Riley's fellow Hoosier, Theodore Dreiser, just a generation younger than Riley, and the Chicagoan Frank Norris. While Dreiser's sister Carrie in an American Tragedy, and Norris's McTeague and the Octopus took their places not just in American literature, but in world literature as American capitalist society came to the forefront. There was a place as well for a backward looking literature that, in its use of common speech and common virtues and common humor, was itself something new. As I read The Frost is on the Punkin', with its celebration of autumn in the rural Midwest. I won't attempt to read it with the Hoosier twang Riley was famous for in readings he gave across America, as I'm not very good at that, but I'll read the words as they're spelled with the hope that that will give some of the flavor. So here goes. When the Frost is on the Pumpkin by James Whitcomb Riley When the Frost is on the Pumpkin and the Fodder's in the Shock when you hear the cuck and gobble of the strutting turkey cock, and the clacking of the guineas, and the clucking of the hens, and the rooster's hallelujah as he tiptoes on the fence. Oh, it's then the times a feller is a feelin' at his best, with the rising sun to greet him from a night of peaceful rest, as he leaves the house bareheaded and goes out to feed the stock, when the frost is on the pumpkin and the fodder's in the shock. There's something kind of hearty-like about the atmosphere when the heat of summer's over and the cool and fall is here. Of course we miss the flowers and the blossoms on the trees and the mumble of the birds and buzzing of the bees. But the air so appetizing and the landscape through the haze of a crisp and sunny morning of the early autumn days is a picture that no painter has the and to mock when the frost is on the pumpkin, and the fodder's in the shock. The husky, rusty rustle of the tassels of the corn, and the raspin' of the tangled leaves as golden as the morn. The stubble in the furries, kind of lonesome-like, but still a preachin' sermons to us of the barns they growed to fill. The straw sack in the meadow and the reaper in the shed, the hosses in their stalls below, the clover overhead— Oh, it sets my heart a-clickin' like the tickin' of a clock when the frost is on the punkin' and the fodder's in the shock. Then your apples all is gathered, and the ones a feller keeps is poured around the cellar floor in red and yellow heaps, and your cider makin's over, and your women folks is through with their mints and apple butter and their souse and sausage, too. I don't know how to tell it, but if such a thing could be, as the angels wantin' boardin' and they'd call around on me, I'd want to accommodate them, all the whole enduring flock, when the frost is on the pumpkin and the fodder's in the shock. Though I grew up in the rural Midwest, I knew next to nothing about farming as a child, so I probably didn't understand all of the language of when the frost is on the pumpkin. Heck, I don't understand it all now fodder is animal feed, grasses and grains raised to feed livestock, and shocks are the bundles that cut crops are gathered into and left standing in the fields to dry before they're stored in the barns for feed through the winter. Meadow is dialect for meadow, and hallelujah is hallelujah. But stubble in the furries? Well, it must be something that makes a sound, perhaps the wind over a harvested field, but it really isn't necessary to understand every word, especially when we're young. Poetry should have some mystery and enchantment, and so must the world. Mystery and enchantment keep us moving forward as they make the world interesting. I don't know how to tell it, the speaker says, as when the frost is on the pumpkin nears its end. How to tell what? How to tell that intangible something, that reality that is the goal of poetry. So he finds a device to say what he wants to say. The idea that if the angels were to come and ask him for a place to stay, he hopes they would come when the frost is on the pumpkin and the fodder's in the shock. Let's listen again. When the Frost is on the Punkin' by James Whitcomb Riley. When the Frost is on the Punkin' and the fodder's in the shock, and you hear the kyuck and gobble of the struttin' turkey cock, and the clackin' of the guineas, and the cluckin' of the hens, and the rooster's hallelujah as he tiptoes on the fence. Oh, it's then the times a feller is a feelin' at his best, with the rising sun to greet him from a night of peaceful rest as he leaves the house bareheaded and goes out to feed the stock when the frost is on the pumpkin and the fodder's in the shock. There's something kind of hearty-like about the atmosphere when the heat of summer's over and the coolin' fall is here. Of course we miss the flowers and the blossoms on the tree and the mumble of the hummingbirds and buzzing of the bees but the air so appetizing and the landscape through the haze of a crisp and sunny morning of the early autumn days is a picture that no painter has the coloring to mock when the frost is on the pumpkin and the fodder's in the shock. The husky rusty rustle of the tassels of the corn and the raspin of the tangled leaves as golden as the morn, the stubble and the furries, kind of lonesome-like, but still a-preaching sermons to us of the barns they growed to fill. The straw sack in the meadow and the reaper in the shed, the hosses in their stalls below, the clover overhead. Oh, it sets my heart a clickin' like the tickin' of a clock, when the frost is on the pumpkin, and the fodder's in the shock. Then your apples all is gathered, and the ones a feller keeps is poured around the cellar floor in red and yeller heaps, and your cider makin's over, and your women folks is through with their mince and apple butter and their sauce and sausage, too. I don't know how to tell it, but if such a thing could be as the angels wantin' boardin', and they'd call around on me, I'd want to accommodate them, all the whole endurin' flock when the frost is on the pumpkin and the fodder's in the shock. When Riley was a young man struggling to get started, he sent some of his poems to Longfellow, then an elder statesman of American poetry. Longfellow returned an encouraging letter, which Riley then used as he visited the editors of Indiana newspapers to try to get them to publish his poems, which they eventually did. Getting Eastern editors to publish his poems was a much longer task, but eventually he was successful, as was evident when he read to a full house in New York City in 1888 on the same bill as Twain. He was introduced that evening by James Russell Lowell, an appropriate choice, as Lowell had himself published the first important American poetry and dialect 40 years earlier in the Big Low Papers an attack on the Mexican War that I'll read from in a future episode. I hope you enjoyed When the Frost is on the Pumpkin, and that you'll join me again next week for another episode of Fireside Poems. If you think others might enjoy Fireside Poems, please let them know about it through your social media so that they might join you and me each week by the Fireside.